The following program contains views and opinions which are not necessarily those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors. Hello, everybody! What's coming up on today's experience? Devotional Diamonds of the Day, also known as DDDs, where my daily devotions become some of our spiritual reflections. Sound effects placed throughout the show which have nothing to do with life, or do they? A little mystery there. The review of the goofy news, which proves Jesus is coming back sooner than you think. Not soon enough. <laughs> Come on back, Lord. Come on back. Life lessons for our faith that we can actually use probably won't if we sit on our blessed assurance, but we can use things to help us draw closer to the Lord. Humor that will force you to think, why does this guy have a radio show? I don't I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I don't know where I am. I don't know what I'm doing. And yet, here we are. Also, Bible trivia for fake, and yet somehow real cool prizes, your phone calls, and more. Welcome to the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. My name is David Spoon. I'll be your host for the next 5,400 seconds. Get ready for one of the more bizarre experiences on live radio. Here is the key to the show. We don't know what we're doing. We have no idea what's going to happen. We really don't care. But for the next few minutes, I want to talk faith with you. So here we go. We're asking questions about living life as a Christian. Have you ever gone through a process where you were seeking direction or wisdom from the Lord and you get bits and pieces of the puzzle and you're still trying to put it together, but you recognize God sees the picture better than you. You're not seeing it quite so much and you just say, Lord, open my eyes. Have you ever gone through that? I know you have. If you have an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question, if you have a praise report you want to share with your brothers and sisters, if you want prayer, for a prayer request, we'll combine our faith with yours. We'll do our best to offer it up before the Lord and ask him to help us in the situation. If you want to engage with your brothers and sisters who are listening throughout all of the Texas area, and uh, we happen to know all of the world because people listen uh, via the Internet. So that's kind of a nice uh, little thing right there. You got people praying. You got people listening. You got people hoping. If you want to reach out and engage with us, just call 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. When you call 972-445-0770, you'll end up talking to Captain Chris. That's like getting the golden ticket because then you will be... The 
worst part about that is as soon as I said golden ticket, right? And then I thought about Willy Wonka. Then the next thought was chocolate. And then the next thing I was thinking is, man, I'd love to have a chocolate bar. Is that terrible? Anyway, you can also text us 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. 214-210-8483. You can also send us an email, david at hemustincrease.org. Not Frank, not Steve, not Ralph. David at he must increase.org. David at he must increase.org. We're also going to send you to the website. A couple of things to tell you before we send you there. I'm not going to make a big spiel. It's kind of Yiddish for making a big deal, but spiel is like special deal. Spiel. Get it? Uh, I do want to point out that there are on the website, uh, there is access to two books. One book is to help you draw closer to the Lord. Okay. That's the Jewish Christian book. Right, And then the other book is Broken for His Glory. That's for people that have been hurt in relationships or hurt in churches primarily and are looking for some form of recovery. We don't make hardly anything on it, but we encourage you to get it because we think it'll be a blessing. You can get it in print or you can get it electronically. You can get it either way. It doesn't matter to us. Also, don't forget the apps. The Spoonanity app is there. That app doesn't have a whole lot. It's got some cool pictures and cool Cool little things like that. But primarily, it gives you a direct access to the radio show via the Internet. So instead of going through all these things and you're on your phone, you just click it. You hit listen live. Boom, you're listening to the show. That simple. And then finally, it's also a place where you can invest in the kingdom of God. And we ask you to highly consider that. If this show is a blessing for you, help us out by continuing to pay the bills. Because if uh, you get, uh, if we get on this show and you hear something like Pee Wee Herman, it's because I couldn't pay the bill. <laughs> I'm just telling you, is that, is that a good way to say that, right? Okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, bottom line, we want you to go to hemustincrease.org. Prayer request? Hemostincrease.org. Praise report? Hemostincrease.org. Looking to give to this ministry? Hemostincrease.org. Confused by what's happening right now? Hemostincrease.org. Hemostincrease.org. I still love it. Uh, okay, a couple things to uh, rearrange in our brains here. We're going to pray for Ukraine real fast. That's just getting to be messier and messier, isn't it? I don't see – I don't know. I mean, I'm not offering any political opinion or anything. I just look at it and say, oh, Lord, help. Because everybody knows that if you don't think this, in one second, people can go, oops, and then you'd be having World War Three. I mean, I'm just telling you, it's like we need to pray for grace and peace to prevail in this situation for sure. And uh, just any of the pictures, any of the videos, they're horrid. I mean, it's just terrible. So let's pray for them. Uh, in the meantime, when you're praying for this show and for the people in this show, I'm still going to stick with it. I know people are like, you're determined. You have no idea. We're play, praying for recovery, physical, emotional, psychological, spiritual, uh, all of these forms of recovery that people need to have this year to come back and to, to come back strong. Just remember, when Jesus died, he was buried, and then three days later, he rose again and came back. And then what did he say? All authority and power is given unto me. He had all of it. So the comeback is the big thing. So that's what we're praying. We're praying for comeback. If you want to think of recovery as comeback, that's fine. Uh, in the meantime, let's pray for Ukraine real fast. Father, we come before you right now. It's a mess, but it's not happening in ways that you don't know what's going on. And we ask you in the name of Jesus, by the power of the Holy Spirit, that you can bring peace to a situation that sinful man has, has just 
exposed themselves as foolish as always. We just ask for peace and for safety and for protection and that things would simmer down in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. And people are asking, well, why don't you pray specifically for this? Or why don't you pray specifically for that? I don't know. I don't know what the Lord's allowing. I'm not going to tell God what to do. I'm just asking for his grace. Okay? Asking for his grace. By the way, I was praying today, and I thought, that's a good name. I'm going to tell my daughter that if they, they're having a girl, they should have they should name her Grace. Now, they won't listen to me. <laughs> I'm I'm 0 for 7. Actually, I'm a thousand O for seven because I've always given suggestions and nobody's listened to me. Yeah, what are you going to do? All right, let's get into our text. A wonderful text it is. Uh, we are closing in uh, on the final on uh, on verse uh, chapter seventeen of the Psalms. After that, we've got one more week, and then we're getting into Psalm 18, which is like lights out. We'll be in there for a while. That's a wonderful place. But listen to this text. Great, great stuff. Here we go, okay? This is what David wrote, Psalm 17, starting with verse 4, concerning the works of men. And by your lips I have kept away from the paths of the destroyer. Uphold my steps in your path, that my footsteps may not slip. I have called upon you, for you will hear me, O God. Incline your ear to me and hear my speech. Show your marvelous loving kindness by your right hand, O you who save those who trust in you from those who rise up against them. Let's just start in this portion right here in verse uh, basically 4. It says, by your word, by the word of your lips. I have kept away from the path of the destroyer. For those that don't know what that makes reference to, it's by the words of your lips. In the New Testament, whenever you see the word of God, the expression word, the, the, the actual word, word, it's either logos in the Greek or rhema. Rhema. Sorry, rhema. Rhema is a spoken word, and logos is a written word. And both the spoken word and the written word in our lives it is what keeps us from the path of jumping over. You know how we have uh, Captain Chris play that sound at the end, and at the very end it sounds like he's jumping off of a of a of a deck, or he's jumping off of you know some kind of bridge or something, right? Well, the word of God in written and spoken form. Help us so that we don't go boing, boing, so that we don't jump off the deck into the water, don't jump off the bridge. And we need that. And don't misunderstand what that means. When Jesus was doing the temptations with Satan, you know, he, he, uh, he quoted Deuteronomy. Okay, so he quotes Deuteronomy. That's the logos. That's the written word. But do you know what he said? He said, he, he makes a, a mention that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. He quotes Deuteronomy, but the word for that is rhema, which is spoken word. So Jesus, in his absolute brilliance always, he says, hey, it's by the spoken word and by the written word. No way. No way I'm stepping into that territory. And let's just be honest. God has spoken to you. Now, you might sit there and say, well, it's not on the same level of authority as the Bible. And you are correct. Okay, you're right. But it's still the Lord speaking. It still made a change in your life. It still altered your direction. It still, you know, threw everything into a different way. God speaks to us still. He speaks to our hearts. He speaks to us through his word and he speaks to us personally. 
I sat in this studio two years ago when the Lord spoke to me, Rama, and said, I am with you more than you are with me. I, I quote that every day back to God. You know why? Because he's right. That's why. It's the written word. It's the spoken word. And that keeps us from going boing. That's what you want to do. Have that in your heart and in your mind. We'll take our break and come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. This KAAM radio show with your very own David Spoon is not a business, but a nonprofit ministry first and foremost committed to sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ and strategically equipping the saints. Our mission is to educate, encourage, and entertain Christian believers, the hurting, and those not yet believers who need biblical truths. To continue our radio ministry and message of truth, we need many of our faithful listeners to support us, as well as ministry partners who might wish to sponsor the He Must Increase ministry. By giving, you wonderfully facilitate our priorities of assertively teaching the Word of God, and you get nothing in return. No quid pro quo. Nothing but a receipt at the end of the year indicating you gave to us since your donation is 100% tax-deductible. Remember that it says in Corinthians that whoever sows generously will also reap generously. Or in Proverbs, where it teaches that a generous person will prosper, whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. But if you cannot give, no problem. Continue to enjoy and learn and give however you see fit whenever you can. To support us, go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Such support is terribly appreciated, knowing it enables our beloved David Spoon to give to all of us his time, energy, like so few can. Right here on KAAM. A couple things I think we'll open up with. I've decided to open up with a story that I wasn't going to open up with because it's such an outrageous story, but it's not an outrageously super bad story. It's an outrageously super dumb story. There's a big difference. Bad is when I tell you, which I'll be telling you probably in the next segment, how the federal government is creating a database to track down uh, hate speech as they define it. We'll That's talk, bad. We'll talk about that a little bit. This is dumb, but it's funny dumb. Dumb, ha-ha, funny, but not entirely. Get this. Now, I'm holding a picture in my hands. You can't see it. But there are four monkeys in this picture that I'm holding. And the headline reads this. Millions in taxpayer money used to study drunken monkeys. No, no, really, drunken monkeys. And you're thinking, no, you're making that up. Nope, federal government reportedly has spent $3.2 million dollars so far, in order to get monkeys drunk, in order to study the effect of alcohol on the monkeys. <laughs> I don't know. See, I don't know where you're even going to go. Where are you going to go with this? There's, I'm going nowhere, there's no, I got nothing to there's say. There's no comment that anybody can make. The David Spoon Experience. 
Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAMAN 770, the truth station here in Texas, where we get ready for our first trivia question. Which Old Testament prophet was called with these words, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. If you think you know the answer, you can text in 214-210-8483. You can call in 972-445-0770, or you can send an email, david at hemustincrease.org. That's the question for the moment. Which Old Testament prophet was called with the words, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. There you go. Mm, mm, mm. Uh, again, 972-445-0770. That's the number to call in. 214-210-8483. That's the number to text. And then David at he must increase org. That is the email. In the meantime, we will do our DNA. I got to tell you a little story about DNA, but it's pretty cool. The D stands for draw closer to the Lord. Daily. Daily. Now, I'm not sure if everybody's catching that or not, but daily, as often as you eat. <laughs> How about that? That's a good one. Right? There you go. Uh, and never be ashamed of Jesus or his words. Never, ever, ever be ashamed of what Jesus has to say. It doesn't matter what the world says. Who cares what they have to say? They don't got to heaven to put you in. And then A, always be ready. To serve. To serve, which means that your heart, your mind is aware and sensitive to whatever the Lord may want to do or may not want to do. Plus, you're also aware of other people. And that way you can be a vessel of that blessing, of that grace. That's what you want to do. That's our DNA. So I was reading the story. I'll just tell you real quick. And the story, it's not, uh, it was not a biblical story, but it was trying to help people identify priorities. And in doing that, you know, it, it kind of asks you or challenges you, what is it that you want from the Lord? What do you want? And the, you know what? The first answer that came out of my mouth was draw closer to the Lord. It's just like the very thing our DNA, because this is so important. Because if you're close to the Lord, if you're if the Lord is with you, it doesn't matter. If God is with you, who can be against you? And who cares? <laughs> it's like if God's with me, ah, yeah, that's all I want. All right, uh, trivia question. I'll repeat it again, then we'll go from there. Which Old Testament prophet uh, was? That doesn't mean I'm spiritual, by the way. Just the first answer that popped out. What I wanted. Uh, which Old Testament prophet was called with the words, "Before I formed you in the womb." I knew you. You guys should know it's an Old Testament prophet. Should give you a hint. It's one of the big, one of the big. Well, we call them the big five, but they're actually the big four because one of the books is written by. Uh, we'll move on. All right, so <laughs> let's get into the text. Back to our text, and this is a, a part I really like. So it says in verse four, by your by the words of your lip, I have kept away from the paths of the destroyer. Uphold my steps in your path that my footsteps may not slip. So for those that are thinking, I am so strong in the Lord, I never make a mistake. The Bible says, those that stand, take heed, lest ye fall. Listen to that passage. That's a toughie. It's the King James, but it's really good. 
Those that stand, take heed, lest you fall. Don't let pride get to the position in your heart and mind where you're like, I will never fail, I will never slip. I'm sure that's what David thought all the way up until the Bathsheba incident. And the reason that's important is that we need God to uphold us in his path so that we don't slip. Now, what's great for us is that if we slip, if we make a mistake, if we blow it, the Lord is there. When Peter was engaging with Jesus on the water after he stepped out on the boat, and he's like, the Bible says specifically in the Greek, unchangeable, can't alter it, Peter walked on the water. Okay, That means there's two people walked on the water, not Jesus, Jesus, but Peter did too. But as soon as the scripture says he took his eyes, or as soon as he noticed, I think that's the Greek word, noticed, the, the, the waves were bigger, the, he was aware that the wind was howling, and he got like all freaked out, and then he sank. Now what's cool is how close the Lord Jesus was. We don't even know if he was that close when it happened or farther away. I mean, nobody knows. But he was so close that he grabbed him with his hand. But the idea is that at times, even when we step out in faith, we look and we're doing good while we're focused on the Lord Jesus and then our eyes become aware and our ears become aware and our heart fills up with a little bit of fear and we begin to sink. And that's what it's talking about when it says slipping. We start to slip down because we've moved our focus. We've moved our vision. He will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed upon thee because he trusts in thee. When we are focused on the Lord, it's like he can get through anything. When we alter that vision, it's like we set ourselves up. So David writes, uphold my steps in your path that my footsteps may not slip. I know I can slip, Lord. I need your help. I've called upon you for you will hear me. Incline your ear to me and hear my speech. You can cut this in a bunch of different ways, but this is David screaming out, listen to me, listen to me. <laughs> I don't want to say it this way because it's really terrible, but it's a little bit like when I'm talking to Bert and Bert's not listening to me. <laughs> Listen to me, listen to me. Only we're doing this to the Lord is kind of what I'm <laughs> trying to point out. But it's like it's that, you know, that crying out. That's like pay attention to what I'm saying. Pay attention. Verse 7 says, show your marvelous loving kindness by your right hand, O you who save those who trust in you. This is situational. This isn't salvation in and of itself. This isn't the larger picture. This is the smaller picture. You are saved, but in certain circumstances, we need grace and we need mercy. And if you're not sure how that works, look at Hebrews chapter 4, verse 16, which talks about grace and mercy given in a current circumstance or a current situation. And so he's saying, look, your marvelous loving kindness, Lord, I need you to save me. I need you to, to just deliver me from this situation. I'm putting my trust in you. The same way you put your trust in Jesus for your eternal salvation is how you put your trust in Jesus for your present situation. Same way. There's no difference. The, the other one's a lot longer. <laughs> okay. I mean, I, I got gotcha. you. But if you look at David, and he's going through this, he's, he's, he's actually, uh, he's not drumming up, but he's confessing a certain amount of confidence in this process. And he's like saying, look, I, I, I need you to uphold me in, my, in, in your path. And the reason he needs to 
be upheld in God's path is because if we just uphold in our own path, our paths are. Do you ever do you ever go camping? Do you ever go anywhere out in the woods? Have you ever have you ever in your life walked down a path and then you kind of like trip because you didn't see the rock or the root or whatever? That's us on the path. Okay, on God's path, it's clear. There's a light. The stuff has been cleared out. The way has been plowed, so to speak. And then David says, I have called upon you, and you'll hear me. And that's what's that. What, is it to, what does that mean to say, when I will call upon you, and you hear me? I want to tell you what that means. That's salvation through prayer. We've had a discussion on this show before about, well, salvation doesn't come through prayer. Really? Then what about this passage? Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. That calling is not making a long-distance phone call. That's not putting coins in and going, hello, heaven, I'm calling you now. That calling is prayer. That calling is petition. That calling is seeking. And whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be what? Saved. And so as he's saying, I call upon you, you'll hear me. That's an that's a expression of faith. Incline your ear and hear my speech. Show your marvelous loving kindness. I've got news for you. God owes us none of that loving kindness. People think, oh, he owes it to you. No, he doesn't. He doesn't owe it. He doesn't even owe you your first breath, let alone your last. You're not owed by God. He grants it because he's a giver. And then David winds it down. He says, you save those who trust in you. You want the Lord to save you out of your situation? Trust. What is that? What's the Proverbs 3, 5, and 6? We quote all the time, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. And all your ways acknowledge him. and He will direct your paths. Let's just break that down. So, so. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, which means you can't keep anything back. Lean not on your own understanding. That's the biggest obstacle we all have. Well, the way that I look at this, well, congratulations. I was just talking to my son about that. We were talking about the the, the 12 sons that, that Jacob had. No way when that was going down was Jacob thinking, this, I'm so glad I got these 12 kids. They'll be the 12 tribes of Israel. He was thinking, will you women leave me alone? That's what he was thinking. And the way the Lord does it is so different. Right? And he saves those who have a trust in him. Get it? All right. Let me answer the trivia question. Uh, see, I got that on time. That was really good. Uh, which Old Testament prophet was called with the words, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you? The answer is Jeremiah. Jeremiah was called that way. Before you were formed in the womb, I knew you. Yes. Okay, folks, you're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. What is the David Spoon experience? The word gospel means good news. Now, that's fun. That's funny. 
in the sense that when people think of God, they always think of judgment and wrath. But the fact of the matter is God even creating us gives us a sense of understanding that there is a commitment, a love, a connection to us, and that is, get ready, good. That's a good thing. So if you take a look around— Right? Just take a little look around. If you watch television, listen to the radio, like us, search the internet, get on Facebook, read magazines. The one thing that you're going to notice that there is very little gospel or good news in the world. You want to know why? One, good news doesn't sell. So let's just be honest, right? If you've been in media for any length of time, you know if it bleeds, it leads. That's the mindset, and it has to do with money. It has to do with power. So that, that power, that money, that influence, which actually has a demonic origin, but that all is connected towards not good news because not good news means that you'll be paying attention because there's so much going on. In fact, there's a fear, a terror, an anxiety, a doubt, even a doom that's within the world. And here's the kicker. If you are personally experiencing these diseases in your life, it's likely that you and I are allowing foul influences of the world to affect us. But Jesus brought a different slant on life. In John 14, 27, he said, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Well, why not as the world gives? Because everything the world gives is a lie. Jesus says, do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. When we live our lives more freely from trouble, it means that we're walking more closely with the king of kings. He wants us to be free from fear and trouble in the worldly sense. So we, the question is, how is our heart doing? How are we doing on the inside? Are we free or are we in bondages? Because remember, Jesus did come to set the captives free, right? In Psalm 112, verse 7, King David writes, He will have no fear of bad news. His heart is steadfast, trusting in the Lord. We need to be free from troubled and fearful hearts.